Hi, beautiful people. Welcome to the Heal and Glow podcast, a place to discuss real everyday life, focusing on topics such as business life, health and wellness, spiritual health, mental health, and faith talks. A place to listen to positive and kind, encouraging words and inspirational stories. Leave each week with abundance and love and positive vibes. Thanks for listening. Peace, love, and glow. Erica. Good morning. Happy Friday. I hope you guys are having an amazing week so far. Um, Can you believe it's already like the middle of October? It goes by so fast. Like these last couple months, it's like such a blur, especially after, you know, Halloween happens like Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, like just it's really fast. Um, So today's topic or title, I guess, is going to be On Time God. And I wanted to talk about God being on time in the sense of his timing and not ours. Um, So a lot of the times when we, you know, are open to God and open to his plans and he starts to reveal his plans for us, you know, God is a funny God. He'll like show you the end of this like really happy moment that's going to happen in your life. And then you're like, oh, it's going to happen in you know, uh, three days or one year or six months. And it's like five years later and it still hasn't happened. And I realized that God is always an on-time God. And there's a, there's a quote that says he's never early. Um, he's, and he's barely on time, but he always makes it just in time. And that's something that I wanted to really reflect on because when you decide to be open and kind of let God take the reins on your life he is going to give you the best life possible, but it's on his timing. And sometimes that can be hard to adjust to or hard to feel like, you know, like give off that control because there's times where in our walk with him, he'll be quiet for a season. And like, we're like, okay, God, are you even listening? I haven't heard from you. Like, are you listening? Like what's going on up there? Like you said, this was going to happen. You told me that I was going to have this. Like, it's been so long and everything seems like it's falling apart and, you know, where, where are you? And I want it now. And we live in a world of constant gratification, right? So, like, you need a hit of dopamine. You can go on Heal and Glow. I mean, Heal and Glow. I'm sorry. You can go on social media. You can come to Heal and Glow for dopamine hit as well. Um, actually, yeah, let's talk about that. You can come to Heal and Glow. You can do a 30-minute sauna session, just 30 minutes, and you can literally burn calories, um, improve your skin, help with aging, build your immune system, help with any inflammation or chronic pain, ease your mind, and it literally will release a dopamine hit, oxytocin, serotonin, um, and endorphins. Very similar to like a workout. So for in 30 minutes, you can do that instead of doing like, you know, a vigorous workout for an hour. That's kind of like constant, uh, instant gratification. I'm sorry, it wasn't constant gratification, it's instant gratification, but we also want constant gratification. So, you know, if you're feeling down, you can go on social media, you can post a selfie, you can get likes, it'll, you know, give you that dopamine hit. Um, you know, we have dating apps now where you can just scroll and connect with somebody instantly. Um, fast food is a big one. You know, if you're hungry, you don't have to wait a whole hour for a meal to be cooked. You know, you can drive up and in five minutes have, you know, food in your hand. Um, so there's a lot of instant gratification. And one thing I can tell you is God does not work that way. God loves to make us wait. He loves the waiting season. If one thing I can tell you is, you know, there's a life, whether you believe in God or not, there's always going to be a waiting season, right? You want a kid? Cool. Maybe it takes a while for you to get pregnant or it takes nine, you know, it takes nine months to have the baby. Um, You know, you buy a house, you think like, oh, I'm going to go look at the house. We're going to put an offer in. I hear so many stories how like they were supposed to close on this date. Then it got pushed back, you know, another month or, you know, the seller wasn't ready or the inspection failed. Like, you know, all the great things in life definitely take time. You know, you build a business, amazing, and you want to be successful in the first month. Like, that's not how it works, you know. It takes years for businesses to be profitable, you know. Um, And that's just, you know, the truth of it. The whole, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. And I said this on the last podcast. Like, I went to Rome, and it's so beautiful. And it definitely wasn't built in a day, you know. So we have to learn 
to trust in his timing, which can be one of the hardest things, honestly. Um, I've shared this before. So I had taken a side job, um, you know, a remote job that I took with, you know, in the beginning of the year, I had extra time. Um, I wanted to have some extra money in my pocket, you know, because the business runs itself, but like you as a business owner, don't pay yourself depending on how the business goes for a long time. So like, this was money for me. This is money for me to travel, you know, whatever, whatever's going to happen. Um, and I took this job thinking, you know, it was going to be this easy automated job is what they told me. It was going to be super simple on the weekends. Like it's just going to be, you know, what it was. And it was nothing like that. Like it was nothing of what they said it was going to be. It was so much worse. And I really, did not want the job, but I was, I was in such like a catch 22. Cause I'm like, well, I got used to the money. It helped me pay down some of my credit cards. You know, it helped me to be able to travel. Like, you know, it helped pay rent for the store. So like it became a cushion and, but it was so stressful. And as someone who created this space, I've been working with Heal and Glow for three years. You know, I, I haven't had a job in three years until this year, two years. Um, I've created such a safe work environment because I've came from toxic work environments and chaos work environments pretty much my whole life. And I was like, I'm never going to operate like that. I'm never going to be a manager like that. I don't want to, I don't want to operate like that. That's just not who I am. You know, I want the space to be healing. The word heal is inside (laughs) the name, right? And I felt like, wow, I was not being a healing person myself. Like during these 10 months, because I started the job in January, I think it was January, December. Yeah, January. Like I started this job in January and I just had so many breakdowns over this job. You know, it was so much chaos and for no reason because it always worked itself out. But the people that I deal with in this job are very high strung. You know, everything's got to be done now ASAP. Some Again, an instant situation, right? It's got to be done now. It's got to be done within four hours. It's got to be done by this time. Like it's always something. And when you have someone who doesn't know how to communicate on their end and they're very unorganized and they didn't have, cause they were like third party. So they're, um, they didn't have the right manager and he would never answer and you would never respond. So it fell on you. And then when he decided to answer, it's like, you know, I had to pick up and do everything that he said, like drop everything I was doing. And I just, regardless of the situation, I can't work in chaos, but I remember crying about this multiple times. And I remember like I was really reaching a breaking point. I think it was like July or August um, it might've been August because I remember it was my birthday and I got a phone call and they were like, someone, this didn't happen. They were like so frantic and it was the easy, it, it became the easiest, like, well, it wasn't the easy. I reached out to the cleaner cause we do like cleaning and then they told me what was going on and it was like a simple what reaction, right? Like it wasn't, it was something that was out of our hands. And I'm like, wow, I can't even enjoy myself on this beautiful spa day without like, you know, for one hour I was getting massage and I woke up to like a missed phone call. And, and I'm like, it's my birthday. Like, this is not how I want to spend my life, you know? Anyway, so I remember praying to God and I was like, God, I want out, like, take me out. Like, I just want to be done with this. And he just highlighted November. He told me November. And I'm like, God, November, like, it's so far away. I was, it was probably August or so September, like, or July. It was like two or three more months. And I'm like, I just don't think I can do this for two or three more months. Like, I don't think that I can get through this for two or three more months because I don't operate in, you know, a work environment in chaos. I don't operate in a work environment that's like urgent, 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 urgent. Like we're not saving lives. You know, there's so many worse things going on in this world right now in this very moment. And this is not that important. And I'm sorry. And I remember working on my last job before um, I left to open my own business. And I had a boss. And she was really dope. And she would tell me, like, when I would get stressed out at that job and my other friend would get stressed out, she'd be like, we're not saving lives. This is not a hospital. She was like, the work will be there tomorrow. Relax yourself. Like, you don't need to get – it's not life or death situation. And that's kind of how I've been, like – getting myself through this season of this job like it's not life or death like I'm doing the best I can they're gonna have to like live with whatever the you know whatever the reaction is and my boss's job is pretty common like that too he could be very like 
easygoing. It's kind of why I liked the job and I was attracted because he's easygoing, you know, and, and but we have another manager that, you know, is a little bit more strict, but, you know, understandably so because they're running the company. So I, I get it, you know, and they have a lot on their plate, a lot, a lot, a lot. And it's just every day building more. Um, but yeah, so I personally do not dwell in situations like that. So I was like, okay, God, you said November. And so I was just thugging it out. Sometimes, oh, if you're a follower of Jesus, let me tell you this right now. You need to be a thug, okay? Because my God, will you go through some of the craziest situations, some of the craziest trials, some of the craziest stories. And it's like, only God can bring you through. And that's why he puts you through it because he wants us to be 100% reliant on him. He does not want us to do anything in our own strength, in our own will, because he knows we can't handle it. And I remember this past weekend, I was out. First, I was in church and the phone rang and I had to leave church to answer the phone phone call for this side job. And I was like, this is annoying because now this is my time with God and I'm missing, you know, what's going on. And then you guys know I do my things to do with you or your boo. If you haven't checked it out, it's on my Instagram, which my Instagram is at H-E-A-L, the letter N, glow, G-L-O-W-C-O. Um, find me and I'll link it in my, I'll link it in my, I'll put it in my um, description. Anyway, so I do things to do with you or your boo. And I was out with a friend and I was like filming and um, I get another phone call and this person is like screaming at me. Why did you let this happen? You can't talk to somebody like this. This is what's going on. And mind you, we're dealing with cleaners that are outside of New York State. So a lot of them we've never met before. Like almost every of them we never met face to face. So you just never know what's going on. You never know when they're going to flake. It's the it's the name of the game, right? And I just sat there in the car and I just kept my mouth shut. And the person that was with me was like, wow, like, this is what it's like. Like, that was very stressful. They're like, I'm not even a part of that. This, like, I don't even know this person or your job. And like, I'm stressed for you. And they were like, you handled the situation so well. Um, You didn't like get mad, didn't get angry. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm, I already know at this point, like I'm smart enough to know I took psychology and I love it. Like when a person is enraged, there's no point of talking to them until they calm down because they're never going to see your side. So I just like, let it go, whatever. And I started to fix it, uh, rectify the situation. And in 30 minutes, the situation was rectified. Nothing to be screaming about, nothing to be, you know, um, the way that that person handled it. But again, I understand that person's under a lot of stress. That's the situation. And then a Monday came and then it was just more, you know, BS from this job. And I, I told my parents, I'm like, like it came to a point where I was going to take a nap with Saint because you guys know how much I love napping with Saint. It's like a special bond for us. Um, and I couldn't even sleep because I was so on edge about this. Like, oh my God, if I go to sleep, is the phone going to ring? Is this going to happen? And I was like living in this state of like flight or fight. And I just, I'm not that person. Like I remember um, in the summer I had another breakdown and one of my clients walked in and I was like venting to her and she was like, Erica, this is not you. Like you are such a happy person. You don't, what are you doing dealing with this? Like, is it really worth your mental health? And I was like, yo, she's so right. Is it worth my mental health? But I was trying to be obedient God, to God. Um, so whatever. So Monday I come and um, the manager calls me and, or, and, and then texts me. It's like, hey, can, you, can we talk when you have a chance? So I already knew. I'm like, okay, something's going up. I'm either they're going to fire me or, you know, they're going to ask what's going on. And so I had prayed. I had came downstairs and I prayed before I called them. And I said, God, like, I really want to let this go. Like you said, November, like, you know, but if it's, if it's your will, like I'll thug it out. Like whatever it is that you want from me, I'm going to be obedient because I know to be in your will is better than my own will. And after I pray, God's like, give your two weeks. And I'm like, thank you, Jesus. I was like, so big smile came on my face. When I looked at the calendar, this was on Monday of 1016. It was exactly two weeks until November. And I'm like, Lord, you know, all things, you know, all things, Lord, you are such an on time God. Thank you, Jesus. So when I had the phone call, I was a little nervous because it's my best friend that I work for. That's the manager. And I really thought that 
this could make or break our relationship because I didn't want to like seem like I was bailing on her. She got me the job, but whatever we had. And I didn't want it to affect our relationship, but we had the phone call. It went better than expected. I prayed that God would be in the midst of that phone call. You know, he would be there. I held my, my ground really well. It was like, Oh, no hard feelings. I understand. I'm like, you know, healing glow is getting busy. Da, da, da. you know, this is, this is my busy season. Totally understand. Cool. We just let it go. And she's like, can you just finish out these next two weeks? I said, absolutely no problem. And if you find someone to hire, like, I don't mind training them either. Like, I don't mind, you know, giving them the rundown. Right. So I finally felt like a sense of, after that phone call, it was like, like literally like, a like I had like a boulder on my back and it just fell off and crashed to the ground. And I was like, wow, like God, you are so good. Like you keep your promises. Like it's in your timing. I don't always understand your timing, but I'm so grateful that I was obedient. And then, you know, of course the enemy is going to attack you when you're like when you're coming on to the realization, okay, like this is not for me anymore. And so this week they've just been extra, the other um, team that I work with has just been extra like disrespectful and frustrated and I've been keeping my cool and I was so close to being you know what guys I really don't care I'm leaving in two weeks so it is what it is and I was and I I was like no I'm not even going to say that like I'm just going to leave and I'll have my boss tell them or on my last day I'll tell them that this is my last day like I'm not going to do that I'm not going to let that like I'm not going to let the devil win and you know, it's always like right before the breakthrough, I notice that the things get so tough. So, 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 so tough. And I was listening to um, a, a, a sermon yesterday by Bishop T.D. Jakes, who if you don't know him, he's the GOAT. He's like one of the most original pastors. He's an older man and he's absolutely amazing. Um, And he like started a mega church. And it's funny because um, it, the name of the sermon was called delayed gratification. And I had listened to this and he's amazing. He's super intellectual. Sometimes I have to Google the words that he says, but he's such a good storyteller, but man, he's an old school preacher. He can preach two hours was a sermon. Just FYI, if you want to look it up, it's two hours. But I guess, um, back in the beginning of the year, I had started to listen to it because it said I had listened to the first hour and I saw it off somebody's Instagram. They posted a quote that was from that um, sermon. And I was like, oh, can you explain it to me? And he ended up just sending me the sermon. And I was like, wow, that's so funny. I didn't, you know, um, I didn't finish listening to it. So I started listening to it. There's no coincidence with God. So the fact that I saw it on this man's Instagram, he sent me the sermon and then I went and then like literally was like, oh, wow, I started listening to this. And I told the guy, I'm like, so funny, you sent me this. And, um, I started listening to it a while ago and he's like, oh yeah, the second hour is the best part of it. So I just like have it on in the background at work yesterday and he just starts spitting some facts and he says that, you know, um, I had posted on my Instagram. He said, Jesus knows that the only way to su- success is struggle. Jesus knows that the only way up is down. Um, you know, and he says that a lot of the times when our, our, you know, promise is coming, the pain that we go through, like right before is what initiates that promise, right? And um, I was like, wow, that just makes so much sense, because life seems, you know, chaotic right now. And it's really tough. And we're all going through things. And, you know, a part of me is afraid, because, you know, that was a stable income. And, you know, I knew that always I was going to have X amount of money, you know, a month because as a business owner you you don't have a stable income you can't predict if it's going to be a good month bad month how much people are going to spend you know even though you know the times your seasons are busy you know it could get it could be a busy season or it could go slow down so a part of me is like maybe you know some very small part of me is like oh now that you're getting it in order and you're actually like you know it's getting a little better after they like reamed me all week, you know, last night they were getting a little nicer again. And I was like, no, that's what, that's what the devil wants. He wants me to stay here and be in, in, and live in stress. Like this is from the devil. Like I know that I know that he wants me to live in stress because he knows that when I am having a mental breakdown, I can't think clearly I'm going off emotions. I'm going off feelings and that's not what God wanted. And I'm excited to see what is next for me. I'm excited to see like, if I take another side job, if, you know, I just fully 
go into like, you know, really go into healing law and my life coaching and, you know, everything else. Like I know he's going to provide the way he's brought me to year three, which we've celebrated. I spoke about last week. Um, you know, he's brought me to year three all on his own, you know, before January, I didn't have a side job. I just had to rely on him or however he was going to provide for me. Um, so yeah, great. I mean, I'm at the point where I'll be at the desk only one day a week now. So I would like something, you know, part-time just because like I like to be around people and, you know, but if, if God wants that for me, great. If he doesn't, I'm going to be obedient to what he wants. But anyway, I say all this to say, because he's such an on-time God. He knows, he knew when I like couldn't bear it anymore. He knew, he knew, he knew that this was going to unfold because I would say up until this week, you know, the job would cause me stress, but like maybe once every like two weeks or there would be a day or an incident or a couple hours. But this week it's been like every day back to back to back that they've been just coming for me, gunning for me. Like, I don't know if the other manager that the other team that I work with, if he finally got in trouble because he just wasn't doing his job and now they're cracking down on him. And maybe that's what's happening because every day it's like this, 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 this. And then they're like, we need a better system. And I've been saying this for months like to give you hindsight like I would email about a certain situation for six weeks sometimes two months till I got an answer so miscommunication is is an understatement they are just they don't just do your job so like now you want to do your job and now you want to like doesn't work that way you don't just pick and choose when you want to be you know doing your job or not I don't work like that like I can't work like that and I also know that I used to be an uh, administrative assistant back in when I was 25 and I hated it. I hate computer work. I hate anything that has to do with assisting. Like unless it's in person, I don't like it. Like I don't like sitting behind a computer. I've learned I am not a remote girly as much as I would love to be and have that passive income. Absolutely not. Unless it's like this, like filming a podcast or doing, I guess, content. Absolutely not. I hate that work. I hate being behind a computer. It makes me tired. I need someone to hold me accountable. I can't hold myself accountable in that aspect. Everything else, I'm a go-getter. I'll I'll do. I don't need somebody to oversee me. Obviously, I run a business, but that part of it, I absolutely hate. And God just revealed that to me again. Like, why are you doing this? And he always says, like, you know, they say, like, not all money is good money, right? And I took this job as, like, I know, you know what? It's going to help me. But also then I started to be rely like reliant on it and God's like oh no your faith is dwindling like you're you're choosing to rely on yourself and not me again so I am gonna make it uncomfortable I'm I'm gonna make it uncomfortable for you because you're not supposed to be there I know when I'm not supposed to be in a relationship or you know a working environment or a friendship or a church or whatever it is because God makes me super uncomfortable he does not let me have peace where I'm at. And that's one sign you know that that is not for you. If you do not have peace where you're at, and I'm not talking about you have a job and you had a bad day. Everybody's going to go through that. It's not always going to be easy. But if you're in a constant stage like I was this week of just like anxiety and stress, anxiety and stress, that is not for you. God does not want that for you. He does not. Will there be seasons that you have to go through? Yes, because he's preparing you for something else. Yes, but in every day that you're just constantly worked out, I was so stressed this week that I gave myself stiff neck that I had to go to the chiropractor and he had to fix my neck. And he was like, Erica, you are working on one vertebrae in your neck, basically. Like your neck is so stiff and I always hold tension in my left shoulder. It was so much high more highly elevated on my left than my right. And that was because of the stupid job. Okay. But you know, God is a good God and he uses our bad for the good. You know, it did help me and I'm grateful for it. It just wasn't for me and that's okay. And I've realized that, but also what he did show me was Erica, every time you stressed out, you know, I made a way. Think of all the breakdowns you had throughout this job since January. Those situations have been now rectified and completed. They're not even a thought in anyone's brain anymore. So that's a lesson that I had to learn from him. I really had to learn to like, okay, no matter what God says, it's going to work out no matter what it looks like, you know, especially if it's someone else trying to give me stress. And he's such an on-time God because this is only one situation, but like another situation was <clears throat> when I decided that I was going to open a business. I've reached, I spoke about this before too. 
I found a place and I was, I wanted the place. It was cute. I was settling. It was something that was within my budget that I was like, okay, if I work my other job and this, or, you know, if I work for Amazon overnight, I'll be able to pay the rent. The rent was pretty cheap. And God was like, no, Erica, you're not getting this position. I, um, this lease, the, the landlord would not approve me. He said, absolutely not. He wouldn't let me do construction. I let it go. And I was like, you know what? Okay, God, I'm going to move in your time because and you put this in my heart. I know it's going to happen. I said, but I'm also know that once I open a business, I'm going to be working a lot. I'm not going to have a life. So like my birthday, this was January. I was looking, I'm like, let me celebrate my next, my last birthday in August. And then I'll look again in September. God is such an on-time God. He said no. Two months later, COVID hit. If I would have gotten that lease, I would have only been open for probably a month before COVID hit and had to be shut down and paying rent on an empty building, okay? For months. And then I ended up um, in June, I ended up um, going to this random party. I meet this girl. She's like, oh, my mom owns a spot in this town in Cranford. And she's like, it's so funny. She's looking to get rid of it. And it has the exact... It has the exact, sorry, Alexa's going off. Alexa, stop. She says, um, you know, today is, um, she's like, she wants to get rid of the space and it has the exact, you know, um, it has the exact, um, saunas you're looking for. It has everything already done. It, it's fully completed, just brand new. They just built it. Why don't you go take a look at it? That was June and it was funny. So in um, January or yeah, I think it was in January. I was praying to God and God told me six months. And I'm like, six months. What, what is six months? Right. I had no idea what he meant by six months. Right. But I wrote it down and I, and I clung to that. I was like, okay, six months. So <clears throat> when after COVID hits in March, I'm telling my mom, I'm like, oh, maybe that's what God meant by six months in six months by June, COVID's going to disappear. That's what I thought. I had no idea. I'm like, I just remember him telling me six months. The day that I, the first day that I ever saw Healing Glow as the previous business that it was, and it was just from the outside, I couldn't get in. It was after this, this child's birthday party that I was at. I meet this random girl. We start talking. It was June 30th. It was the sixth month. Literally, God is such an on-time God. I go look at it. July comes around. I go look at it. Um, I finally get to do a walk-in. I bring my parents. I'm like, I think this is it. I absolutely love it. You know, I have to put it in an offer. They want $120,000 for the space. I said, there's no way I cannot even afford that. And I don't want to, I don't, I, for a first business, I'm not putting in that much money. Um, and so I had to negotiate with them and, and, you know, everything negotiated and, you know, that took some time and we went back and forth and I had to get a lawyer and, you know, do the things and bro, by September 1st. This is how good God is. He let, he allowed me, on time God, right? He allowed me to enjoy my last birthday. Like I said, I was going to. September 1st, I got the keys to the business. It took me about a month and a half to get it ready and open because I was still working on it. Like I had like a little side job. So I was working the side job. It literally took me a month. It took a month and a half after, um, you know, after I got the keys to open. God is such an on time God. You know, when I opened in um October right so this is the season for sauna because it wouldn't make sense to open in September you know it's still kind of warm out people are getting their kids back to school I opened in October it was slow for about I would say like a month or two December boom out of nowhere COVID strikes again that uptick happened again I don't know if you guys remember right during Christmas everybody was getting sick again I was flooded I was so big I was so busy like God is such an on-time God. He's such a precise God. So if you're waiting for something, I know it's hard, but it's best to trust him. It really, really is because he's such a God of detail. He just doesn't throw anything together. You know, he's so precise. And I always hear this, like the example, right? You know, God is our loving father, right? And if you're a child, um, if you're a parent or even an aunt or an uncle, or you just know a kid in your life, right? And the kid wants something so bad. And, and you know, like they want to, you know, they want to start driving, let's just say, right? You know, they want the keys to a car and you're like, but you're only like 13. You can't drive yet. You're going to hurt yourself. You don't know what it's like. There's a rule in place for limit. There's a time, uh, age limit for that for a reason, right? And as a kid, sometimes you just don't understand. You just want, 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 right? But there's a reason behind it because, you know, you're not mature enough to drive. You need to learn how to drive. You need to go through the steps first. You need to, you know, ensure that you're going to feel comfortable in a car. You know, all these things happen, right? And it's because of God is an on-time God. He's so detail-oriented. Like, I can't even, 
like, I can't even explain it. Like I, okay. So my trainer got married, right? Another on time. God, here we go. Here's another story. Um, I met her back in March, right before her birthday. And we became close. Like I just, I remember one of our first conversations she talked about, she told me about her husband and she's like, I know you kind of think I'm crazy. And she's like, but I just feel like, I don't know. He's my husband. And I'm like, no, he's your husband. God was showing me that it was her husband. I'm like, I don't think you're crazy. I'm like, I believe in kingdom marriage. This is a season where people are getting married after four or five, six, seven, eight months of knowing each other. God has kingdom marriage purpose and he's doing the work. It's like a lot going on right now in that, in that realm. And I said, I don't think you're crazy. And she's like, you know, what's crazy. She was like, I've been waiting for my divorce paper for three years. She was like, I got my divorce papers on this date. I met, I met this guy a week later. A week later. Do you know what that's like? God is such an on-time God. He allowed her to be fully divorced. She waited for three years. Can you imagine waiting for three years for divorce papers? Imagine you meet the love of your life and he wants to get married. And he wants to propose to you. Clearly like this man did. He wasted no time, okay? He knew. Five months, they were married before their six-month anniversary, okay? Only by the grace of God. On-time God. Could you imagine if they met and she still had her divorce papers and she legally could not marry him because she was still in the midst of a divorce? God knows all things. He is such an on-time God and we need to learn to trust in him and push into that because sometimes, you know, we want things now and God's like, no, no, no. Um, you want it now, you're going to fumble it. You're not ready to receive it. You didn't go through enough preparation yet to actually have the blessing and, and hold it. Like I've seen so many businesses and the three years that I've been in Cranford up and go within less than a year, less than six months, you know, and, and people have asked me business advice or tell me they're going to open. And I'm like, are you sure? Like, are you really sure? Like, bring it to God. Like, maybe this isn't the right timing, but you know, we want what we want because we want instant gratification. And then, you know, six months later, the business closed. A year later, the business is no longer, a year later, they sold it. Like it just didn't work out in their favor, you know? And it's not because it, God didn't want that to happen, but maybe he, they moved outside their time. I've done it before. I've definitely done things where I moved outside of God's timing and I fumbled things a hundred percent a hundred honestly this job is a perfect example of that I took this job thinking like oh I have extra time this is going to be great they sold me on this type of job that it was going to be it's going to be so easy it's going to be something you can do from remote and it's not going to be so stressful and time consuming and da, da, da. and hello I took the job and fumbled it I definitely realized I wasn't giving my best a hundred percent because I hated it and I just could not give a hundred percent. I just, I tried my best, but I'm sure there was more. I know there's more I can do. Like I can always be better, right? I can always improve myself, right? And this is a type of job that like, it reminded me of the other job, um, the admin job I had back when I was 25. I, I did, I did okay, but I, I didn't do amazing because that's not my, it's not my strong suit. It's not who I am. So like I couldn't give my best even if I wanted to because it's not what I'm good at. So, you know, maybe I'm, I am giving 80, 90%, but it's coming off as 30 because it's just not something that I genuinely enjoy or want to do. So, you know, like I fumbled that the last job I had an admin assistant. I fumbled that too. I just basically was there for a year until I realized what I wanted to do. And, you know, I figured that out. And again, it was paid time off. I had a, it was my first salary job ever, you know, it was Monday through Friday, nine to five, um, holidays off. I had like 30 PTO days that one year. Okay. This is how I knew I was terrible at this job. Not terrible. Cause my one boss still texts me every year for my birthday. And I think it's very sweet. Um, and they loved me. They didn't want me to go, but it was my time to leave. But I went on vacation nine times that year, nine times. Okay. Nine times. Clearly I did not want to be there. It's very clear, okay? And then I worked for one of my um, bosses was a drunk, so he was just never there. And that was just another whole other ordeal. One of my bosses, like, just didn't feel right using me as an assistant. He was very self-sufficient, so he barely used me. And then my other boss was needy, and he did use me, and he was cool. We had a very cool relationship. He was actually, my, and I've said this before, um, <laughs> the boss, um... I worked for the guy, if you guys saw the show, The Watcher on Netflix about that haunted house that was getting those letters, I worked for that. That was my old boss, coincidentally enough. Um, and a lot of the stuff in the story was very fabricated, but it was true. I remember I was working there and one day he was like, listen, 
He was like, if you get any phone calls for reporters, he was like, do not send them through. And I was like, what the frig is he talking about? And then he was telling me what was going on. I was like, oh my God, that's so scary. And I remember him back then, they wanted to turn it into a movie. They were going to turn it into a movie. And on time, God, it didn't work out back then, which a movie would have been fine. And then he got a whole Netflix series. He got paid for that. They used the story. He had to get paid for it, you know? Um, and he got paid for that. So on time, God, he probably was like, you would make some money from a movie, but to have something on Netflix and it was like a number one show, um, you know, never doubt God. And the other thing is he can always use the good for the bad, um, the bad for the good. So I made lifelong friends, um, in that, in that admin role, like, and they were all older than me. I was one of the youngest people there, but I'm still friends with some of them. And that was almost 10 years ago. You know, we still have, I still have them in my, um, you know, phone and we talk every now and then we meet up every now and then. And it's really nice. Um, so yeah, I feel really lucky. Anyway, this just goes to show you that you need to let God be his timing. And I know it's hard. I know, you know, sometimes I feel like he's not listening to you. I know sometimes we feel like, but God really knows when we cannot handle it. Like the perfect situation was, you know, I really had that mental breakdown on Monday and I told my parents, and this is before I prayed to God, I'm like, I think I have to leave. And, you know, my parents are so supportive and they're like, if it's not good for your mental health, then leave. Like you'll figure something else out. We're here to help you, you know? Um, and then I prayed and then he said two weeks. And then literally I wasn't even thinking about two weeks. I just thought maybe an end of November, nope, two weeks to the date, November 1st, I will be a free agent. I can't wait to go to church on Sunday and not have to leave and take a phone call. I can't wait to, you know, t be able to take my naps again with C and, you know, just not be stressed out all the time. I want to do something still. Yeah. And I want to volunteer more. And I think I'm gonna start volunteering on Wednesdays now. Like I have the time, um, you know, and I want to have do other things and I'll have more time now. And it's like, I want to do what I want to do. And I want to do what God allows me to do. God has been putting volunteering on my heart for a while. I just didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, I do know what I want to do. I just don't know how to find it. So I need to do more research on that. Um, but yeah, like I just like he's such an on time God. Everything with him was on time. He knew if I got that business in January, I would have failed. I was not prepared yet. I had no money saved in January. I was willing to take out a loan. Okay. I was so I knew this is what God wanted. I wanted his will so bad for me, but I'm so glad that I submitted to him. I said, okay, let me take a step back. I prayed about it. God, let me take a step back. And, you know, I was able to open in, because if I would have opened in January, I probably would have been from, you know, God willing. It took a while for people to even know that I was, you know, and even now people come in my business. Oh, how long have you been here? I'm like three years. I just made three years. Like, oh, wow. I never realized you guys were here. You know, God's timing is so perfect because I would have failed in January. I, even if, you know, I took the loan and then I would have to pay the loan back and, you know, and then I got unemployment because I got let go from my job and I was able to save in three months, like $20,000. And like, I was, and that carried me for like my legal fees, my first and last month rent and my security. And, you know, um, you know, the, the, the little money that I had left over for the decor for the store, like God just knew all things like his timing is so perfect. And we are going to go through seasons of waiting and sometimes it's going to get really frustrating and annoying because it feels like forever. It feels like years. I've said this story before too. I remember being 27 and crying to my mom hysterical. I don't know what it is that I want to do in my life. I don't know what it is. Why is everyone else getting married and having kids and they're in their careers and becoming doctors and teachers and I just don't know what it is. At 27, I went back to school because I, I hated the job at uh, being an admin and I'm like, I can't do this for the rest of my life. I did it to, you know, my parents were proud of me, my dad, especially because I had a 401k and I had health benefits and it was everything that they wanted for me. And I just tried it and it just wasn't for me. And I remember crying and I'm like, I just want to do something meaningful. I just want to do what God wants. And he knew like, I wasn't prepared at 27. He wanted me to get to that desperation where I was willing to just trust in him so that by 31, I would be a business owner. So what was that? Four years. It feels like it went by so fast, but it really was four years of me doing different things, getting into going to going back to school full time, working full time, going from making a, you know, a 60 K calorie to making $15 an hour part time. Like I really went through a lot, like, but I, it prepared me for this moment. It prepared me for everything that I am in this very moment. And it's funny because 
I got the most beautiful message to one of my um, listeners, and I can't even believe it. I feel so lucky. Um, I feel so lucky because it literally brought me to tears. And, you know, again, I am not in a place where, you know, I'm making money yet like that. Like, I know the business is going to pop off in God's timing, okay, because maybe he's preparing me so I can be ready for it. Um, so I know that God is going to pop off for me when he's ready and I'm learning to trust his timing and even just doing these podcasts, like it helps me to reflect on stories and I'm like, wow, okay, I can definitely, God has been a, a thousand, like better than I could ever thought of. I could have been working for some CEO, been miserable because I know that this is not for me. Not that that job is miserable being an assistant at all. I love that for people. It is an amazing job, but it's not for me. I would have been miserable and God showed me that back when I was 25. And again, now with this job, right? And I could have done that. And God was like, no, like you need to go on my timing. And now I make three years in a business where business rates failed. I opened during COVID, which was insane to do. I opened during the worst time where building, nobody was going outside. So many things were closing. And I'm like, God made me popular. I remember it being a one month wait on the weekends just to get in and God blessed me. Okay. My first year was the best year I've had thus far. I was, what? I was like, you can tell me nothing. I was making all this money. I was doing like 12,000 a month, like between that. And I was able to collect unemployment. Like I was living my best life, you know? And I know that it's going to take his timing and I know he's preparing me for that. But now I'm only on the desk one month and now it's so maybe I can, you know, have time to work on healing glow. What else can I offer? What else can I do? Maybe go get a certification. I don't know what God has in store, but I'm learning to trust him. But I do know that I am making a difference. And this beautiful soul, if I get emotional, you guys already know the drill, okay, reached out to me. So I saw a question on my podcast. They said, I've been trying to find you. What's your, um, what is your Instagram? That's why I mentioned it earlier. I'm going to put it in my description because I just thought most of my, you know, listeners were from my healing, like from my Instagram that already follow the business. But this person lives in a different state than California. I don't know how they found me, but listen to the message. So I couldn't reply back and I was kind of frustrated, right? Because I'm like, how the frig do I reply back? So I was going to. I was going to wait till today to announce my IG through this um, podcast episode or, you know, put it in the description. And I'm glad she said something because I couldn't write reply back to her. But on time, God, right? So somehow she found me on on, on uh, Instagram. I'm not sure how. And I messaged her and I said, hey, I saw your comment on my podcast, but wouldn't, but it wouldn't let me respond to you. I'm happy you found me, right? This was yesterday. Listen to her response. If I get emotional, you already know why. I already hear my voice cracking. Oh my goodness, Erica. I'm so honored that you even found me. I absolutely love your podcast. You have been speaking to me through God and all the points you make are so on point. Like every single episode speaks to me. So thank you for trying to find me. I wish I lived in Jersey so I can come visit you and go to church with you. I'm literally right now listening to your podcast as I'm, as I'm reading this message. So crazy. What a great feeling. Thank you for all you do and changing people's lives out here. God knew on time, God, I needed this message because all week I've been feeling like a failure with that side job. Like I didn't give enough and they were just condemning me and coming at me and being so rude. And I prayed for them. I really did because I was like, God, I don't know. Maybe I'm like, I get to leave this job, but clearly they don't love what they do and it's high stress. And I'm like, they don't get to leave. On time, God, he knew I needed to hear this message because I was feeling so down on myself. Like, I can't believe I'm going to leave like this. Oh, I'm disappointing my best friend. I'm disappointing these people. Like, I don't want to just, I never want to disappoint anybody. And then I get this message. And then she says, I wanted to actually DM you to ask if you can send me a playlist of worship music that you love to listen to because I'm so new to Jesus and want to get into the music. I've been praying and want to just be immersed in Jesus thank you again girl also please send me anything else that helped your jesus on your jesus journey i don't care about the house i don't care about you know the husband the kids my main life i don't care about having money i don't care about vacation my main purpose in this life and god had told me was to bring people to god 
that message means so much more than anyone could ever understand. I felt like a billionaire. I felt like, wow, if I could just change one person's life, if I could just help one person come to God. And this was like the third message this week. Someone else reached out to me and told me about a situation that, you know, I was was praying for them from a year and a half ago. They reached out to me. They told me maybe even more than that. And something occurred. And they were like, Erica, a year and a half ago, I would have never responded the way I am now. And she said, you made such a tremendous impact on my healing journey. This is my purpose. This is what's important to me. I know on on God's timing, I know that I'll get the house and multiple businesses and the motivational speaking and the husband and the kids and whatever else God wants for me, whatever else he has in store. But this is why I do what I do. And I knew that God is an on-time God and that I needed to hear that message because all week, this person doesn't even know me. And I was feeling so like, down on myself it was a catch-22 okay I only have two weeks left but I have you know I'm gonna do the best I can because there's things I have to finish in these two weeks right and it was like wow you know God truly cares about me God truly knows when you need it the most he's such an on-time God he's such a detail-oriented God he knew that I was gonna need to hear those words he knew that you know it was gonna change my life I've read this message probably like five times to five different people I cried every single time I thought I was gonna make it through this time and I didn't but that's okay because you know I'm hot um humble open and transparent hot like pastor Mike says and I love to be honest and vulnerable with you guys this makes everything for me this is why I do what I do this is why God put me in the situation that I am in right now okay and if you just trust him to be an on-time God I promise you when you're ready and you're prepared and he goes through, you go through the fire and the trials and situations, it's going to be the best you could ever imagine. Like, I'm excited to leave this job and see what else God has for me, but I'm also excited that I created an atmosphere that I love what I do. My employees are asking for more hours. That I'm giving up another shift of mine to give to my employee because they want more hours. And I'm really blessed that anyone who works for me stays for a while. One of my employees, she's absolutely amazing. She's pregnant and she's due like literally next month. And she kept telling me like, oh, I'm going to work on it. And she would keep pushing it. She's like, I really don't want to leave. She told me like she wants to come back next summer already. Would I take her back? I had an employee over the summer that said I um she loved working for me and that, you know, um, thank you for the opportunity and that it showed her she wants to go and be in her own business. She's in college. Like I was able to create an atmosphere where people want to come to work. It's so healing. It's so relaxing. You leave better than you ever came in. God's presence is all over that place. I prayed over that, that you would feel his peace when you come and his healing. Like I was able to create that. So in my life, Right now, you know, in society's world, I'm not successful. I'm not winning right now because I don't have, you know, the 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 business that's, you know, doing millions of dollars and, you know, the fancy car. I mean, I have a nice car. Don't get me wrong. Thankfully for my parents. Um, but, you know, I don't have what society seems as, you know, successful. And but that to me is successful because when you go to heaven, you cannot take, you know, your your um clothes and your shoes and your and your material things and your house and your car and you know unfortunately you can't even take your children with you you can't take your husband with you you can't take your wife with you like most of the times when people pass away they pass away by themselves and it's like what I'm doing is I'm building up my my you know my things that matter in heaven like you know God says this is our 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 job on earth is to bring people to him you know and we get rewarded for that I'm gonna get the crown and the mansion tax-free honey okay tax-free I don't have to have a mansion here on earth, but I know my mansion, God said that, you know, it's going to have gold, gold mansion and, and rubies and diamonds. And so I don't really care about earth right now, you know? Um, but this is my, this is where I'm at. This is where I'm supposed to be. This is what I'm doing. So when God wants it to happen and things blow up, I know it will, but you know what? I feel like if, if I was to blow up too fast, you know, maybe I wouldn't be able to read that DM. Maybe I would have so many DMs that I wouldn't be able to read that or, or, or make these connections with people and answer back and truly help them because I get, you know, DMs all the time, every day from people and we talk and we speak and I uplift them or I pray for them or I give them an encouraging word. And maybe God knew like, I needed you to start doing this now because when the time does, when you do blow up, 
you know, you're not going to have time to, to do that for these people. I need you to make these connections now. This is important. I need you to make this important part of your business. You make these connections. You talk to these people. So God knows all things. He's such an on-time God. And it was just so perfect for this week's to be an on-time God. And I've given you so many examples. And it's funny because last week <clears throat> after I recorded, um, he gave me this week's on time. I don't pre-plan it. I always wait for God to give me a word, right? And I, I've been trying to do the O for October, you know, corny but cute, you know, trying to be a theme, a trend. And I was talking to my um, trainer and it was Saturday and I was worshiping and I was doing things for God and I found a Bible verse and I sent it to my trainer and she literally was like, Erica, this couldn't be more on time. And she would tell me the situation and the verse spoke to her to her situation and we started laughing and I'm like it's so funny that you said that I'm like that's my um my title for next week podcast is what he wants me to talk about and then I posted a video um of the verse that I had sent her last week as a scripture for this week on my Instagram and she literally wrote commented on time God like and I'm like he just confirms and confirms and the signs and the wonder like he's so strategic he's so detailed so be open to him but also let him do it on his time I know it's hard I know trust me Tears, I have cried, okay? But you know what God, the Bible says? He bottles up every single one of our tears. And he uses those tears to repour blessings on us. So that's why I don't mind crying because I know God is going to bless me crazy with because I cry a lot and it's okay, you know? So if you're crying and you're frustrated and you're going through it, I understand. But good is coming. Amazing is coming. Better than you could ever thought is coming. Um, God is such an on-time God. So I hope this helps you. I love you guys so much. If you're looking for a life coach, feel free to reach out to me. I'm still taking applicants for that. I can help you with, you know, seeing the good and and helping you learn how to wait with a positive attitude for the on time from God. Um, Thank you guys so much for the support of this podcast. I know one day it's going to blow up. Um, I've been obedient, so I've just been really happy and consistent. And I could never do this without you guys. And Thank you guys for reaching out to me. You guys don't know how much it means to me. It literally changes my life. Like I might literally print it out and stick it to my mirror. You have no idea. Like all your messages, everybody who reaches out to me, I screenshot every single one of them and I save them. I should do that actually. Now I'm thinking about that. Um, so thank you guys so much. I pray that you have your miracles this week. I pray that God is an on-time God for you this week, that whatever you've been praying for or waiting for, that this week he releases it. He's such an on-time God. So thank you guys for listening. You guys are the best. I will see you next week. Um, Have an amazing, blessed, miracle-filled week. As always, peace, love, and glow, Eric.